0: Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, November 12th, 2023. We'll begin our time together today with a reading from Matthew's Gospel. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, beginning in the 25th chapter. Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out and meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open the door to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Jesus said, Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of Christ Dear God, may only your truth be spoken and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everybody. A week or so ago, I was out for a walk with our dog. The sun was warm, the ground was dry, and a gentle breeze raked the occasional leaf along the sidewalk. As the dog and I walked along, I noticed the ebb and flow of activity along the little side street. A young couple were lifting plastic-covered tires out of the trunk of their car. A man about my age was piling black and yellow bags of salt beside a salt spreader just inside his garage door. I watched for a moment as he stood to stretch his aching back. A woman in her mid-30s struggled to convince a snowblower to start, then smiled triumphantly as it jumped to life, and then let it idle on the bare driveway for a few minutes. It was evident that these folks had been watching the same cues that I had been seeing. Over the last few weeks, a flurry of snow tire commercials have been filtering in through all manner of media. An ever-expanding grove of windshield brushes and snow shovels have been growing in stores all over the area. And if the aisles of Costco are any clue, Santa Claus and his trusty sidekick Rudolph are about five minutes away. The queues are definitely out there. Winter is coming, and it's bringing weather with it. All of those preparations came to mind as I made my way through the rain and slush this past Wednesday. Today we have another reading from Matthew's Gospel in which Jesus uses a parable or a metaphor to describe what he calls the Kingdom of Heaven. As always, it's worth noting the context of this teaching. A couple of weeks ago, we heard a reading from the very opening of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, which was addressed to a great crowd. Jesus gave that sermon at the very beginning of his public work. Today's reading captures a much less public teaching, and it occurs toward the end of Jesus' life, a short while before his crucifixion. Today we see Jesus speaking to a few of his disciples who were gathered on a hilltop just outside Jerusalem. We don't know exactly how many of Jesus' disciples were in attendance, but we are told that they had approached him privately, asking him to clarify some of the things that he had said. One might imagine a group of students approaching a teacher to ask for clarification on a particular lesson that they had found difficult to understand. For some time, Jesus had been teaching his disciples that they should work to help bring about the coming of God's kingdom. From early on, it became clear that being a follower of Jesus meant seeing and engaging the world in different ways. It meant working toward an alternative worldview that was based on justice, mercy, and generosity. It meant working toward redefining our values. In today's reading, we begin to understand that kingdom was a work in progress and would not be realized immediately. It's in this context that Jesus begins this parable by saying, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the groom. Presumably, the bridesmaids are waiting either at the bride's home for the groom to come and meet her, or at the home of the groom's family where the wedding would take place. They all have lamps and are waiting with their lamps lit in eager expectation of the groom's appearance. The bridesmaids would await the arrival of the groom and greet him with a procession of light in the darkness. Their task is to bring the bride and groom together, safely, one last time so that the wedding might take place. Understanding the role of the bridesmaid helps us to begin to understand Jesus' parable more clearly. Please keep in mind, this teaching was for the disciples, people who had already committed their lives to following Jesus. Jesus was saying that his disciples had a role similar to that of the bridesmaids, waiting to safely light the way so that the bride and groom can be brought together for the wedding. Jesus gave this teaching shortly before his death, and he knew that he would not be with them much longer. He knew that they would have more than their fair share of grief along the way. Although he had promised them this kingdom of God, he also knew it wasn't here yet. And like many things in life, the hard part would be the waiting. So what does this text have for you and I today? The parable draws only one distinction between the wise and the foolish bridesmaids. It characterizes five as wise because they brought extra oil, and five as foolish for being unprepared. Otherwise, they all act the same. They arrive on time, they wait, they tire, and they all fall asleep. Once they wake up, they all trim their lamps, but when the groom arrives, The foolish bridesmaids find their lamps were going out due to lack of fuel, so the foolish five go out for more oil. When they return, they find the door shut, and they miss out on the very event that they had been waiting for. Preparation marks the only distinction. So if we as disciples of Christ represent the bridesmaids and God represents the groom, this text offers the church some very important questions to reflect on. The first thing seems relatively obvious. Presumably, the bridesmaids in this story knew the groom and would recognize him when he arrived. They knew what he looked like, what he sounded like, and the kind of person that he was. I would dare say that even the unwise bridesmaids were able to recognize the groom. To put it simply, this text challenges us to ask whether we are able to recognize the things of God and the attributes of his kingdom for what they are. Would we know the groom if he were to show up today? As individuals, do we spend time reading scripture in prayer and in other things that help make us ready to recognize and welcome the groom. In this manner, we prepare to welcome the groom into our own lives personally. Getting to know the groom is the first step before we can do anything else. This parable offers us at least one other challenge. It encourages us as followers of Christ to be prepared to light the way of the groom. It's been 2,000 years since Jesus spoke these words to his first disciples. It's fair to ask whether we truly believe in this idea that God's kingdom is returning. Is the return of God's kingdom a reality that we are actively working toward realizing, or not? Extending the parable a little bit further, do we look for ways to light the groom's path should he return? Or have we settled for the present kingdom that our senses tell us is real? Imagine for a moment what it would be like if we actually were to be as vigilant as those wise bridesmaids. Two weeks ago, we heard an account of one of Jesus' early sermons. He painted a picture in which the poor, the meek, the merciful, and those who hunger and thirst after righteousness we were among those considered blessed. Those are just some of the attributes of this kingdom of heaven that Jesus spoke about in today's parable. Today's parable challenges us to imagine what it would look like for us to be agents of that kind of kingdom in our everyday lives. Let's pray. Brighten your church, O God, with the promise of your kingdom, and waken our hearts to its light. Bid us hasten with faith undimmed to greet the bridegroom's return and join the wedding feast. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.